Welcome to the Do More Podcast, where we share strategies and tips for improving your life in every aspect. Here's your host, John Farling. All right, today's show, I've got Chris Lawrence out of New York. He's a, a good friend of mine that I met, I think, about two, three years ago through a, uh, um, through a storage rebellion, a self-storage mastermind, and we've come closer over the years and uh, definitely appreciate his friendship. Have him on today. Want to learn about him, more about him. I know a little bit about him, but want to learn more about his his story, his journey, and uh, and anything else he can provide to us. So, Chris, thanks for coming on. Why don't you uh, just give us a quick introduction about yourself? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on, buddy. I've uh, enjoyed getting to know you over the few years that been in Storage Rebellion and, and your journey, and uh, it's been awesome just kind of watch you grow and uh, inspired me. So, uh, very thankful for our uh, relationship and friendship. Um, yeah, so uh, my name is Chris Lawrence. I live in uh, Rochester, New York. I have a wife, um, a two and a half year old daughter, and a, and a son on the way. Come, come April. Um, uh, before I got into real estate, I was in sales for for ten years, um, and then always kind of had this itch with real estate. And then fast forward to twenty twenty, I left my sales job to flip houses, wholesale properties, um, acquire rentals, um, and that was going well. Had some success there. Um, but quickly realized that if I wanted to offset my sales and, and six-figure income, I was going to have to get into an asset class that would allow me to grow and scale, you know, have an economy to scale to grow quicker to get that quote-unquote passive income. And I want to say it was May of 21, I kind of had this aha moment. I you know, hit a, like a home run bird deal, like you know, really good, you know, which is buy, rent, rehab, refinance, repeat you know, cash flowed $600 on paper. I'm like, I just hit a home run and I'm going to need like 10 or 20 of these to make it, you know, really substantial. So, uh, that was single family, right? Yeah. Single family house. Um, and that time I wasn't in self storage. Um, and then, you know, I was, you know, my wife was leaving her job at the time. She was pregnant with our daughter and I was at a crossroads where like our savings was depleting. And it was like, you know, I'm like, man, I have a few months before we're at, like, I'm going to have to go back to either get a, another job or like make this real estate thing work. And I leaned into, you know, self storage, joined the storage rebellion, spent, you know, a lot of money to do that. And then was very lucky and fortunate to where we are now, you know, I have about a hundred thousand square feet of storage and three facilities. So, um, yeah, it's kind of looking back at almost never happened, but so grateful and lucky kind of all the dots connected along the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I want to back up a little bit. And I kind of forgot a little bit that our stories are very similar um, as far as I was in outside sales for 10 years. You were too. Um, sounds like you had a little bit more balls than I did in quitting your job. So I want to I want to dive into that. So you did outside sales. What what did you sell? What did that all look like? Yeah, so I when I first started sales, it was uh, selling school bus parts. And then I did that for a few years and then eventually sold school buses. So I uh, covered Western New York, you know, 10 or so counties and sold the uh, school districts, you know, business managers, work with business managers, transportation directors and head mechanics. Essentially it was just, you know, perfect for what I'm in now. It's just building relationships, building rapport, you know, just, you know, all the, the stuff that in my eyes is, is led to some of my success in, in self-storage and real estate. Yeah. So no, I completely agree. And, um, I think that's probably been my, one of my main 
the things that's that's helped me succeed is my sales background. Did you go through actual sales training or was it more obviously you did it for a decade, so you've got experience, but was it more here you go, good luck, um, figure this thing out? Yeah, it was kind of that um, and a little bit kind of, it's a little bit of my zone of genius, right? It's like, I feel like I have a little bit of like connection, can build rapport, but you know, it's kind of like a stepping stair, you know, staircase. You kind of, okay, you, you're, you're having some natural ability, but there's some refinement and, and learning and growing. And I really dove into like professional development and, and not getting too far into the weeds, but I, I grew up racing motocross and back, I want to say it was... Yeah, like 18 or 19, I got in a really bad accident where I had like a short term, like a borderline traumatic brain injury, but don't remember, you know, a, a day of time and, and woke up in my, my house and just, you know, had short term memory stuff. And it just really sparked something in me. It's like, man, we are not promised tomorrow. And it's just like, I really like dove in to like this professional journey of like development and like just trying to squeeze everything out of it as I could, because I never really was in that space before, didn't really like to read, didn't like school, but then like realized like, okay, like you only get one shot at this. So it's like, all right, let's, let's put full steam ahead. And, and uh, uh, yeah. That's crazy. So, so you had, I mean, I think we all take, you know, we all have turning points and whether we, we acknowledge them and see them and do something with them is one thing, but you had something that was like, that was traumatic that completely changed your way of thinking so take us back to that. You and my, I kind of had the similar path, but mine was more drawn out. Yours was, it sounds like almost instant. And you ended up leaving your job, what, two or three years after that? Yeah, it was, it was a few years after that. Um, yeah, just something clicked where it's like, okay, like I got to get this figured out. And it was almost like I, I was always super competitive but just never had like that growth mindset of like this could happen to me, you know, like just like wanting to like, almost like I just kind of thought we were, I was static. You couldn't really get outside of no one in my family had done real estate. So it's like, that wasn't a path for me. But then I was like, no, like I listened to podcasts, books and, you know, rich dad, poor dad, and never split the difference. Like negotiating. I read all these books and I'm like, man, it's like, I can do this. And then like, I was in sales at the time. So I read never split the difference. Like I listened to it in the car and then like all that sales negotiating, I would like practice when I was at my customers. I'm like, holy crap, this stuff works. Like mirroring people, like reflecting, like, you know, uh, just being able not manip- manipulate sounds bad, but be able to get the outcome I want in an ethical way. And I'm like, man, the sky's the limit for this. It's like, I can apply this to whatever I want, you know? So um, that was just huge for me. And then like, yeah, it was like 2018, 2019, and then 2020. It's like, I, I left, I um, you know, wrote down my goal. Like at the time it was like, I want to make a few thousand dollars of passive income. And that seemed like crazy out of the question. And I, I still have it in a journal. And it was like, now I've, you know, five, seven X that. And it's, yeah, it's, it's not, you know, not, not bragging, but it's like, it just, it doesn't even seem possible. So it was just kind of how it all came together is uh, kind of came full circle, I guess. It's wild how similar <laughs> our stories both are. Um, and I want to keep comparing, but yeah, it's, it's crazy how it's almost like listening to myself, tell it, hearing you, mm-hmm. um, only yours was more, instant so you quit your job what what and you're it's not like you're making six figures so you had a good job mm-hmm. what ultimately do you remember was it just like i'm putting my two weeks in and i'm just going full in because you didn't have the passive income at the time you quit your job correct no um i had a i think one one or two rentals um yeah it was just like there was it was like a 
I could always go back to get a job, right? It's scary as hell to leave your job, but it's like my worst case scenario was doing what everyone already yelled, you know, did. So it was like, okay, like we have, you know, plenty of savings. Like I had, like, I figured like if I didn't make money for a year, I had like a, a year buffer, like just the time was now. Um, and I, my manager at the time kind of could tell I was like checking out a little bit. Like my sales were still the best they, they ever were. And he's like, he was almost like, Hey, do you want to switch into to part sales again? Like, I know you want this real estate stuff. And they were almost going to switch me. I'm like, Nope, like I'm, I'm good. Like I'm, I'm leaving. I'm going to go do my deal. Um, and it was like before the kid, before we had the kid and, and my, or my daughter and before my wife left her job. So it was like, if I'm going to do it, like now is the time. It's like, I didn't, didn't want to look back and be like, man, what if I would have left my job or, you know, I was so comfortable, right? I had the six figure job. I had the the company vehicle, the gas car, the, the golden handcuffs, but it's like, I, I just, something was burning in me where it's like, I just want to control my life. You know, like I had three weeks vacation. It's like, shit, this past year, I watched my daughter every Tuesday. I had 52 days out of the year where it's like, I just watched my daughter. So it's just like, I wanted to be in control. And it's like, that I was always going to be working for the man, you know? Yep. I think you said, yeah, I think you hit on it is like control. And I think, and you're younger than I am. Um, but I think at some point through personal development, I know you're a big personal development person. Um, like the more you read about, I guess it's not just real estate, but freeing things and personal development, you realize like anything is possible. I can do whatever I want. And then you, your brain just starts to like, it almost changes in your way of thinking. It's like the red and blue pill, right? And matrix. And you're like, I don't have to work for somebody. I can do what I want and be in full control. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, speak more on that. And do you think you'd be in this position if it weren't for your accident? I don't know. I go back and I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think so because it's like, yeah. I, I never read, like I never was interested maybe because of the fear of like knowing that like you can change, you know, that it is scary to know that you can change and you're in control and have to do something about it. So I, you know, you'll never know, but I just, there was something that triggered and, you know, even my manager at the time, he's like, I've, I've done sales for 30 years. He's like, I've never seen anyone do this. Like not, a, not like a complete change, but like, I was just like eager to learn. And I was like drinking water from a fire hose. Like I would just learn and apply and, and just kind of, yeah, amplify what I was already doing and just kind of kept, kept going. And then it was just like, you know, rocket fuel, you know, and, and it's, it's been a great journey. And it's like, I'm still like, um, I have a personal coach, you know, Mike Wagner and, you know, it's part of my success is my external success is some of my internal, like, um, maybe insecurities or flaws or like never being good enough. Um, so it's like, I'm, you know, working through some of that stuff too, because it's like, yeah, it's, it's great to, to make good income. We want to continue to make more, but it's like, if you were to say I'm in this position, it's like, I've made it, but it's like, there's other things that like the more success I get, sometimes you feel, I feel a little more insecure or scared of losing it. So it's like, yeah, really honing in on, yeah, that fulfillment bucket, just continuing to grow and, and really leaning into stuff that I want to do because, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm still growing and, and trying to figure out what's, what's next. Like I want to continue to grow in storage, but I'm also, I'm going to invest in my, my, one of my best friends, uh, driveway ceiling business to help him on the business side of that to get that fulfillment and help him really dial in his full potential. Cause I don't think he sees in himself what I know, what I see in him, um, and want to help him grow and, and it wouldn't be possible without real estate. You know what I mean? 
the time. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I do want to kind of dive before we hear the rest of your story. I want to talk a little bit about that whole, I guess, I don't want to say grinding, but kind of working more, chasing money or something. And, and maybe it's not, I know for myself, and I'll, I'll try to explain this a little bit better. I know for myself, I enjoy business. Like I enjoy working. I don't know how many hours I, I work a week. I don't keep track. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I do know that I'm more, I'm a better person better husband, better father, when I've had, when I've been fulfilled with some type of productivity that day, I'm better throughout the rest of the day. So where is that, I guess, balance for you? Do you, do you keep track of how much you work? Are you, I, I think you like business from, from what we talk about and what I see, where do you kind of fall in that spectrum? Yeah, man, I'm still trying. It's some, it's like a moving target. Like I'm trying to figure it out. Like I've, I'm, you know, have total autonomy of my time. So it's like, I'm really like dialed in with like family time and like, you know, working out and exercise and doing the things I want to do. But if I'm being honest, I'm kind of lacking in like the business, like feeling fulfillment and feel like I'm moving the ball forward mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm blessed to be in the position I am. So I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Like I, this past year it was, I wouldn't say like it was a success from a personal and I guess a professional, but maybe not pushing the business forward because I kind of, took the foot off the gas a little bit, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it's like, I I'm trying to find that blend of like, okay, like I'm back cold calling. I'm back, you know, doing the things that put fear in my eyes and like trying to get re-motivated to do those when you don't need to do it, if that makes any sense. So it's like doing the stuff that got me here um, to where I am, continuing to do that while living the life I want to live. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. And, and like, I love storage, but sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm making a difference in the world. And that's where like, I'm mm. excited to do some of the fulfillment bucket with like my best friend, use some of my skills and then, you know, leverage his ability with the driveway ceiling with like the operations. Right. So like I can leverage the website, the the setting up the virtual assistants and, and you know, getting it all booked and then he takes it to fulfillment. So um, I'm really excited and looking forward to that and also continuing to grow, you know, our small family business. Like my cousin works full time for us. Like we just had, you know, my, my wife's uncle, um, you know, and just continuing to grow that just because that's how she puts food on the table, you know, and I got to hold up my end of the bargain and, and hold myself accountable and keep the promises I make to myself. Yeah, that's cool. No, you're, you're, you're doing something. What I've been kind of not super actively searching, but putting time and, and energy and resources into someone else's company, um, I think is one, yeah, you're, you're giving back, you're giving back what you've learned and what you can help apply to make their business better. Um, and probably their lifestyle better too. Right. Um, but it's also like, that's fun. That's a fun thing. I think that would be awesome to help someone do. Um, how did that, how long have you been friends? How does that look? Can, can you yeah. talk about what that partnership's going to yeah. look like or no? Yeah. So it's my best friend since like, uh, I don't know, I want to say seven or eight, you know, I grew up racing motocross together. He's been, he's like my day one homie. Um, you know, he runs a, a very successful business, but he kind of came to me and was like, you know, he's just through conversation at, at a crossroads where it's like, Hey, a few people have come into this business after me and they're growing way past me. He's like, he's kind of hit a little bit of a roadblock. And it's like, I feel like I can unlock a lot of his potential because I don't feel like he has the belief in himself like people saw in me, you know, and I just know how powerful that is. And I, I know he's right there on 
on living the life he wants. And I feel like I can give him that little push he needs. Yeah. So essentially it's, it'll be a 50, 50 partnership. I'm going to invest uh, some capital um, and then time just to set up like the, the systems and the business. And just, it's essentially like the mom and pop method. It's, it's getting a website and dialing in all this stuff so that like a customer can hit our website. They can get a quote for their driveway and we can be seen on their driveway next week. You know, so kind of that mm-hmm. Amazon Netflix approach where it's like, it's just quick and fast pricing the product right so it's like we're, we're doing quality not necessarily quantity um yeah and just you know in a perfect world i think we're going to do add two trucks and my nephew's going to work for us and then he has one of his guys so yeah just kind of grow up that way and and i think it'll be very successful but we'll, we'll find out i'm uh, pretty confident in what we should be able to do that's awesome man so is he working i guess more in the business right now yeah so yeah so he's a you know operator and he kind of the you know, wearing all the hats and like, I want to be able to like relieve some pressure off of him, like hire a VA. And, and so he's not answering phones and then also doing the operations and, you know, like doing the billing and the books and the, and just be able to like, Hey, the, the, yeah, just the bottleneck of the business is like time we can seal throughout the year, labor and equipment, um, weather and that sort of stuff. And, and the only way to do that is to get more time, you know, labor and, and more equipment and stuff. So yeah, just helping him, yeah. um, yeah, through that. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think it's crazy because to to you and I, it probably doesn't seem all that complicated, right? Mm-hmm. And it's truly not. But he's working in the business every single day, and he doesn't have time and energy and resources to think about what could I do today to build my business for tomorrow. Like he mm-hmm. just you just said he's answering the phone, he's doing the work, like. And that's how majority of mom and pop businesses are ran. They're they're running and doing everything in the business. And you just you can make a you know you can make a good living, but you're not going to have like you said lifestyle, um, and you can only grow so far. So no, that's awesome, man. I'm th- this is like I had no idea we we're going to go here, um, but this is why I like doing podcasts because it's you know I find things out that I'm learning. Like it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, I I think just, you know, we both grew up very blue collar and there's nothing wrong with, you know, putting your boots on and working and getting the stuff done, but just shifting some of his mindsets and beliefs and, and, you know, like looking at it, like as late having labor or workers as an asset versus a liability that, um, they'll be able to, to grow the business. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to do it. Um, uh, and we're kind of in the the ground stages of like, hey, we have a business name and logo, and you know, setting all that stuff up is fun for me. And um, he doesn't like to do it. He he likes the operations of. He like, didn't have a business name. No, no, like so. Um, so I, I didn't explain myself. So he's going to continue like, to have his business, and we're just going to uh, label and brand another business, uh, just in case you know, like it, like the wheels come off. I don't want to disrupt his business and how he makes bread and butter and then sure. like after a year like let's let's um assess you know like see you know i think i'll love it but like maybe i won't like it maybe we want to split apart so this way it gives us like a division of like That's okay smart. let's start this let, let me start it how i think it should be done and i'm sure there'll be some tweaks and, and changes but then then see see where we go and, and learn and you know change and iterate if as needed yeah, no, that's that's super smart. I didn't, even, yeah, I didn't even think about that because you can now you have options, right? Even if because at the end of the day, like, yeah, you want to help your buddy out, but at the end of the day, you want to stay 
best friends, right. you know, going forward. And if you guys don't see eye to eye, you're not going to, you're not, you can just dissolve this new company that you started. Right. And he can go back to doing what he was doing and you're all yeah. good. Cause he's still going to do his deal, but he's going to help, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like, we're just 50, 50 partners. I think I can set up the business end and essentially it's just more driveways to him to seal with more trucks. You know, it's, it's just a different yeah. name how we're doing it. And it's, yeah, you hit it on the head. It's like, at the end of the day, it's like our friendship is first and foremost. It's like, I could care less. I don't need to pull money from this. Obviously I want to be successful to be able to make more money, but like, I don't need to pull money from this. I'm doing this because I like to be competitive. I think there's a hole in the market in service businesses. People don't run them like a business. And I just, yeah, I think it would be cool to, to see him accomplish his you know, dreams and vision for what he wants. That's awesome, man. I'm excited to hear more about that. Um, so we got off track a little bit, but I think we learned a lot there. So now you're in self-storage. Um, it sounds like you, well, you stopped doing the single families, got mm -hmm. in self-storage. You have three facilities now, and that's since 2021. Is that right? Yeah, November of 21. Yep. And you're in New York. Where are your facilities located? I have two in New York, uh, Jamestown and Utica, so kind of east and west of, of Rochester, and then I own one in Florida. Um, okay. Yeah. So how differently do you run those two? How close are those two in New York to you? About two hours apart, so just east and west of me. Okay. So how often do you go there? How often do you go to your Florida one, and how, how do you run the New York ones differently from the one in Florida? Um, so really, I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I've been to the facilities. I think I've been to the Florida one maybe once or twice. Um, and then total? To, yeah, like total since we own it. Um, yeah. we have really good boots, really good people, like really good boots on the ground. My cousin does a phenomenal job, like taking care of the day-to-day -day stuff. Um, like the Jamestown one, that was our first one. So I would, in the beginning I was there sweeping units. I was there a lot. Um, but now it's, um, we're trying to fine tune that. Like I think my business partner, my cousin and I are going to get on a rotation where like once a week, once a month, someone's there just keeping our eyes on it just to just to make sure things are going well. But um, yeah. Uh, and then the Utica one we're, we're building out there. So I've, I've been there a little more, but I've probably only been there a handful of times. So it's not, yeah, it's, it's kind of as, as needed as, as we want to. So we're trying to formalize that a little more just to, you know, make sure we're, we're dotting the I's and crossing the T's and just keeping, keeping things up to par. Yeah. So you've got, um, you have a business partner. Sounds like he's your cousin. How did that come to fruition? So it, it's my wife's uncle. Um, okay. So, and my cousin is, is uh, she works full time for us. So she's not a okay. business partner, but down the road, we might cut her into some of the equity. Um, but yeah, so my wife's uncle, uh, Andy, uh, we I guess when I first started flipping houses, like I Beg, borrowed, and steal to get a, uh, a loan of like $20,000 from him, Andy. Mm -hmm. And I ended up doing it, kind of fulfilled what I was doing. And, and then he kind of saw like, oh, like you're flipping some houses and, and making money and kind of holding your end of the bargain. And then like he, his business, he was selling uh, just because it was a like a, a office supplies business that just kind of is fizzling out. So he mm -hmm. since sold that, but he needed a, a way in or something else to do. So he invested in me with, when we were flipping, we started partnering on some of the flips and some of the rentals and then came to the point where like, okay, we need to like rub this thing up because it's, it's going to be his money. It's going to be our money that we're making, you know, so we need to be able to, um, you know, make this work to make a living. And uh, yeah, so 50, 50 partners, uh, when we first started, he would fund the deals, I would find the deals and then we would split the management and operations. And now we have my cousin that, that does that. So yeah, essentially he's the, 
the money piece and, and I'm the, the, the deal maker, you know, find the deal and find the opportunity. So when he's the, the money piece, obviously you're finding the deals and stuff. So we kind of know what you're doing. Um, he's the money guy. What's, is he doing anything day to day or he's, yeah, let's, he, he pays our bills and, um, you know, we all meet once a week. So he'll, you know, have tasks and things that he does to, to kind of help things move forward. He's also taken over like the direct mail piece of, of the, um, you know, I guess operations for, for sourcing direct to seller opportunities. And I'm just focusing in on cold calling. Um, mm-hmm. so it's more consistent. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you guys are probably the perfect partner in the fact that, you both want to do different things and you're both good at different things. And you're, we just talked about your, your uh, sales expertise. You can bring that into the mix. Um, it sounds like he's financially responsible, I guess, if, if that's the word you want to use. Um, so it sounds like it was kind of a happy marriage from the beginning, right? Yeah. And I think before we even got into business, like I just knew his values and ethics and we aligned, mm-hmm. like we want to do at the end of the day, we want to make money, but we want to do the right thing. And that's like working with contractors, our customers, just vendors. Like at the end of the day, like, yeah, we want to make money, but not at all costs. It's like we want to do the right thing. And, and I believe that when you do those things and put those, you know, vibrations or whatever you want into the world, it'll come back, you know, time and time yeah. again. I think that's that's huge that I don't know if a lot of people think about when they're getting into partnership is – ethics and morals and do they align um and really a, a vision too right because there's a lot of people that are just like you know what you've got some money i can do the work over here and it fits um but ethics and morals don't line up and someone's chasing the money wants to work 100 hours a week and the other guy wants a, a lifestyle and doesn't care about money, right like you have to be aligned um which sounds like you guys obviously are um and speaking of uh lifestyle i know you just went what was that a month-long vacation is that right uh two two weeks to costa rica two weeks sorry i'm blown out of proportion a little bit yeah i mean um, soon it'll be a month that's the goal <laughs> that's awesome so what's your uh what's your obviously you're working on your business and you said this it sounds like this past year you kind of wish or felt like you could have worked a little bit more what's your day-to-day look like um how do you want it to look like yeah um yeah. So my day to day, I you know get up, I guess it's granular, get up super early, you know, at five o'clock, um, five, five thirty, you know, I'll, I'll read, do my kind of morning routine journal a little bit. Um, and then, you know, go to the gym first thing. Um, and then, you know, get my daughter up and, and do the family stuff, which is awesome and super important to me. So I want to be very present for her um, and my wife. Um, and then, yeah, it was just getting more into like, I'd find myself avoiding the tough stuff to do, right? It's like I would always not make the cold call. Not not always, but like I would it was it's become harder once you for at least for me, I've experienced like since I've reached the goal, it's become harder to I, I'm finding out and figuring out how to self re like motivate and re-engage because I don't need to do anything. So it's like, okay, what what do I want to do? Um and, and why do I want to do it? But yeah, just just spending time with family, really prioritizing health. Um and yeah, just, just doing the cold calling We're we're doing some cool, you know, uh, cool marketing, like with, uh, SEO and stuff, because I had a, a, a website with my home buyers for single family. So I'm, I'm, we're spending a good amount of money doing that because I think there's an opportunity there that doesn't seem to be as like people aren't tapping into that as much maybe. So that remains to be seen. Um, 
so yeah, just, just doing that, that stuff. And then I think really it'll be yeah, doing the cold calling, doing that to, to feel like I'm moving the business forward. And then, you know, working a day a week uh, with my buddy, um, you know, once we get that up and running. Um, yeah, but it's like, I'm, I'm so lucky and blessed of where I am. I'm always looking at the the gap versus the gain of like, man, I'd kill to be where I'm at. You know, if you'd asked me this three, four years ago, and I would have told you you're crazy. Um, so it's like, I, I don't want to lose sight of that, but I also want to feel that fulfillment and purpose and uh, have that inner peace, if that makes any sense. Yep. No, it's, it's tough. Like you just accomplish a huge goal, right? And that goal um, started around what, 18, 19? And you yeah. accomplished this huge goal that a very small percentage of people accomplish, right? And you feel like you conquered this mountain. And then it's like kind of a lull and you're trying to figure things out and get remotivated. And, and you touched on a little bit. What are the actual things that you're going through right now to kind of remotivate yourself to, to keep going? Yeah. Um, so I, ha- I have a personal coach you know, so that, that is very helpful for me because it kind of calls you out on your BS and it really sheds the light, you know, brings the light, like, okay, what are, what's the issues? What's the underlying issues and really helps with my beliefs and mindset. Um, yeah. And it's just not doing it for me and just having this greater purpose of like what, you know, I want to do it for my, my cousin. I want to be able to increase her, you know, value and, and what she makes. And, you know, maybe it's, it's helping my parents out and, um, you know, being able to help my friend, you know, Jake out and doing these things. It's all great, but like getting that fuel and just motivation to, to figure that out because it's not, it wasn't like during the boat, right? It's like, I either had to get these storage facilities or we didn't eat and I had to go back to a sales job. So that pain was like imminent. And it was like, didn't really matter how I felt. It's like, I, I got to figure out a way to get these facilities and get this money where now it's like, it would be nice. So it's, a, it's, a, I guess if I answer it, I'm, I'm still working through and figuring that out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's uh, been, been quite the journey. Yeah. And it's, t- and there's no right answer, right? I think, you know, especially the circles that, that we're in and we talk to people like everyone's um, path is different. Um, I know for myself, like 2021 was my year to, to do the same thing. Um, it was like, I conquered this mountain and it's like, what do I do? I'm just going to hang out now. Um, I think it took, it took, I was searching, like saying what you were saying. I was searching, I was searching for more like, okay, I want to do more, but I want to be for the right reasons too. And it took, I went to one event. I think I've talked about it on the show before. I went to one event. And it completely re-energized me. And I'm like, I haven't done anything. Right. right. And and I enjoyed business. And, you know, mm-hmm. we talked about a little bit like storage does not take up that much of your time. Right. If set up properly. And this is how you've got proof of concept to help your buddy because you've done it with self-storage. Right. Um, so, yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you would have done differently since 18? Um, I would have just. I would have been a, I would have joined like, like, cause I was always kind of like against like, why am I going to pay someone like to join a mastermind or a coach? It's like, they don't know. Like it was probably just an ego thing, but like at the time, like I would have joined that stuff faster. And I, I mean, that, that is the reason I'm successful with all this. Cause it's like, I had someone kind of holding my hand 
through all this and through the clouds and through all the, you know, it's, it's not always perfect, but yeah, like I would have joined that sooner and just invested in myself sooner because like, yeah, I mean like that's, that's an infinite return. It's like, I have these skills and stuff that'll be with me the rest of my life. And yeah, like I have people like you, just like the whole community of people. It's like, we're around a lot of people that are very successful and they all have their strengths and zones of genius where it's like, yeah, it's, it's almost kind of like unreal that we have access to the people we do. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. Starting earlier for sure. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, like looking back, looking back, it's easier to say, well, I wish I'd have done that right. on this. Um, like I did the same thing. I, I think I started with podcasts and books around like 2013 and didn't join I mean, my first mastermind, even networking. Like I, I didn't want to go to Ria's. I didn't want to do anything because same thing. Part of it was ego. Part of it's also I'm an, an introvert. So for me to go into a room and have to network with other people is like my worst nightmare. Like I do not want to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think 2019 may have been my first one. And then I think I did a couple small ones, then Mike's. Um, but it's crazy how quickly your life changes once you do get in the right room and around the right people. Um, I mean, it's obviously, you know, we're both saying it like it's completely changed our lives uh, for the better. It, and um, it's hard to like quantify it, but it's like, you're just, you're like, you're, you're vibrating in the same frequency with people that are all like very similar, like go getters and they all have their different ways and paths to do it. But it's like, you're just like, man, okay. So this, it's not just me that's going through this. It's like, that's just like life. And you just, you figure it out and you, you, you push forward and you keep on going. And it's like, yeah, I, I just, I never believed in that stuff and kind of thought it was a scam, but it's like, if you, if you're in the right rooms with the right people, I mean, that'll 10 X, whatever you're looking to do. And like, you know, became one deal. I became a first generation, you know, humbly a first generation millionaire, one deal, one deal, five cold calls, <laughs> I, you know, bought a facility for 2 million back in 21 and it just appraised for 4 million conservatively. Awesome. It's like, wow. Like, I don't care. Like, where else are you going to do, like, do that? You can invest your whole life, put, you know, into retirement and, and different things. But it's like, yeah, it was just, um, yeah, was it maybe some, some luck and some circumstance, but it's like just timing, you know, being in the right spot at the right time. And like, the time I didn't know if it was a good deal or not, like, but I had the right people be like, wow, that's a screaming deal. Like, yeah, like go forward with them. Like, okay. <laughs> you know? So, um, yep. yeah. Well, and these are, these are the conversations. I mean, obviously this is more interview style, but these are the conversations that we have on the regular, right? Like this yeah. is, th this is where it's important to join some type of group or mastermind that's related to whatever you're doing or want to do. Cause these conversations are, and they're, they're challenging, but you're also um, providing each other so much like what you just said, like <clears throat> you didn't, you don't realize other people are going through the same stuff and mm -hmm. some people have already gone through it and can tell you how to get there a lot faster than you trying to, you know, trudge your way through it for the next six months. They can show you how to get past it in a day or less. Right. Um, so yeah. yeah it's, it, it, and yeah, those are, the norms and the, the conversations that are being had. So it's like, that's, that's like the normal. So it's like, you know, the nine to five, like when you're in those groups, it's like, what, what's a nine to five? Like, that's weird. You know, like that's the taboo weird thing, you know? Um, yeah. And, and too, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm trying to figure out like, what's the perfect balance and blend of doing the masterminds and the, the coaching and that it's all beneficial. Like, but it's like, I'm trying to figure out like, okay, are, 
only finite thing is time. So it's like, what, how do I get the most bang for my buck? And like, yeah, I want to do all these things and be all these things to everyone. But like, what, what is really going to push me forward? Um, but yeah, I'm still, still working through that, but yeah, I, I feel like I've, uh, been fortunate, very fortunate to be in the groups and have friendships and connections with the people that I do. That's for sure. Yeah. That's a really good, good way to put that is with, cause you can, you can also get caught up in too many groups, too many masterminds, too many events. You can get caught up in too much of that. Um, and I'll say this past year I've done, I've done more than what I've ever done. And I've, uh, recently made a change to, to kind of help that. But yeah, you're, you're always trying to, especially being in these rooms, like you're trying to be as productive as possible and prune things where they need pruned. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's a really good way to put that. And like just doing the stuff that needs to get done, right? It's like sometimes you just need to do the stuff. It's like, yeah, these masterminds are great and there's a lot of value and benefit, but sometimes the, the doing, you know, as Alex Ramosi says, that sometimes the doing just needs to be you know, done. Just you got to do the doing, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, October, October had three events. I was, I was doing no doing. There's no <laughs> doing there. It's like right. all traveling. And don't get me wrong. Like it, it also re-energizes you. Right. Three events in one month is too much, at least for myself. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, with anything, you can go too far yeah. one way than the other. The pendulum swung too much for me. Right. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. No, go no. ahead. I was just going to say, like, my personality is like, it's, I'm either zero or a hundred. Like, there's no, there's some way I listen to podcasts. It's like, there's an, there's an on off switch. There's no dimmer. It's like, it's either I'm, <laughs> you know, freaking balls to the wall. And, and that's, you know, I'm learning to like, okay, like I don't necessarily need to be a doer per se, but it's like, you don't need to do everything and, and be everything. It's like, you know, just figuring out what that, that balance is. And yeah, for me, I think it's really like just realizing time is so finite and money is infinite. Um, and it's just like, I just want to be with my family. I want to be the best husband, best father, best friend that I can be and just doing life you know, on my terms and what, you know, what I want to do. Like what we, we were talking a little bit about Costa Rica. It's like, I'm, I'm looking into maybe buying a property there and turning it into an Airbnb and spend, spending, you know, a few weeks a year there. Um, my business partner loves Costa Rica. I love it. And if we could do something to where we could buy a property, both stay there a few weeks out of the year, you know, maybe make a little money and break even. And then 10, 20 years down the road, it's worth four or five X what we bought it for. Yep. sign me up for that so right um, yeah that's awesome well and your your on off switch that you talked about is it could be a weakness but it's also the strength that's gotten you to where you are right now right right and that's where where you said you know coaching can help you dial that in and try to figure out maybe there is a dimmer and you just got to figure out you know how to use that dimmer yeah um, yeah exactly so it's yeah i think some of that stuff too is just working on yeah, some of my internal demons and, and stuff that we all have and just yeah, yep. figuring that out and working through it and yeah, realizing that we're yeah, so lucky and blessed to even be in this situation and and uh yeah, try to focus on the good. Yep. That's awesome, man. Awesome. Well, I got a few more questions here. Um, what's one thing that you're better than anybody else at? One thing that I'm better than anyone else at. And I, and I'll I'll add to it that's that's gotten you to where you are now as far as professionally, um, like you can't say you're the best motocross rider in Rochester. Yeah. Like we can't we can't do that. 
Yeah, I'd say I just, um, I guess my, I guess, zone of genius is just being able to follow through and build, I guess it's kind of two part, follow through, do what you say you're going to do, but then also build mm-hmm. like that connection and rapport and have a way of standing out, right? And just specifically stating with storage, it's like, it's very competitive. So it's like, you have to be, find a way to stand out, uh, to, to do what you're saying you're going to do. And, um, a lot, you know, some of the, the three sellers I've bought from the, you know, they're like, yeah, you just stood out. You seemed genuine in your approach and you made it very seamless and effortlessly or effortless, uh, to, to sell to you. And like, I, I lost out and one in Georgia where I'm kind of kicking myself. Cause it was very similar. Like, you know, we had, I checked all the boxes, the rapport and all this, and at the end of the day, someone came in at the last hour and was, you know, offered more money and I'm still kicking myself because I, we probably could have made it work, but it's, it was like one of those things where it's like, would have been nice to have, didn't need it, but something just felt a little off. And, uh, but just knowing where it was, I probably could have, could have pushed for it. And it's crazy. It sounds a few hundred thousand dollars on a $2 million deal. Isn't that big of a deal. So, um, yeah, but so, so like, I guess just rapport building and just follow through and just, you know, going, going at a full, full tilt. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a really good answer. I, and follow through is, I mean, well, one, you, you, um, buy your facilities direct to seller. So following through is huge. I mean, I know people that they've got leads, but they don't have a follow through. I don't want to say system, but cause yours probably isn't all that much of a system. It's just ingrained in you. That's what you do. Right. You yeah. just know that you've got a lead here. You're going to follow through with it. Uh, you're not going to leave them hanging and you're either going to offer or you're not, and you're going to let them know. So yeah, some of that's probably communication too, right? You're probably, I know from my experience, you're a good communicator. Mm-hmm. Follow through. That's probably all goes kind of hand in hand, but that's, uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, it's just like, Hey, they, you want to sell, you know, um, we're going to, we're going to turn over every stone and try to figure this out. And, you know, we're going to be very clear along the way. And if we can make it work, we're going to make it work. And if we can't, can't and yeah just kind of your word is your bond and kind of a handshake hey that's how i grew up like if i can't shake your hand it's like it's it's gonna happen and we're gonna do it so yeah no that's awesome um yeah and and something just hit me too that um that we were talking and this is completely off topic but we were talking about masterminds and um and this is related to my question um but we're talking about masterminds and you know, you just turned a $2 million deal into a $4 million deal, $2 million in equity right there makes you a millionaire. Um, there's not a ton of rooms that you can talk about that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another, you know, I guess positive about masterminds and being around the right people. Cause that also, that can hinder you. If you're right. not around the right people where you can talk about that, mm-hmm. you're going to play small and you're not going to continue to do those kind of deals. Um, and I think there's levels of that too, right? Like there's some rooms where you're like, yeah, I just bought a $20 million deal. Now it's worth 40. There's smaller rooms where you can talk about that stuff. Right. Um, so with that said, obviously you're, you're crushing it. Um, and we know about at least one deal you're crushing it. What's next for you? Yeah, I think right now, I guess, as it relates to storage, it's, um, we're noticing just a little bit of a slowdown, uh, not not terrible. Like our like one rock star facility, like our revenues up, but occupancy's down. Like people are moving in, but they're moving out faster. They're not moving in as much. So really, it's like okay, controlling the controllables, like really refining our process, like just dotting the i's, crossing the t's, making sure we're answering, we're doing. You know, like I'm learning Facebook marketing, just learning some 
tactics and things to like really entice people to move in. Um, we're building out at our one uh, new facility. Um, I think we're going to develop a little more at our other facility in Florida. Um, yeah, just really refining what we have. Um, because like, I think this year, like, um, I don't know what the stat is, but we'll, uh, if we won't crack a million this year in gross revenue, we'll be damn close. And I know like the stats on businesses that crack over a million are very limited. Uh, and I say that humbly, like I just, um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's, uh, where we're at is, is awesome. And it's just like refining and continuing to grow and just, just go forward at the pace we want. So yeah, it's just continuing to, yeah, we want to get, get some more deals and want to make more money, you know, and just, um, yeah, keep doing what we're doing because it's like we have a cool little little deal. It's like I get to live the life of my dreams. My cousin loves to, you know, she gets to take her daughter to school and, you know, pick her daughter up and take her to sports and and work on the road. And she's like so grateful for the, you know, for the opportunity that we have. So yeah, just continue to to hone in what we have and and grow and uh, evolve as a person. Um, you know, I'm gonna have a a, a little boy in, in April, so really lean into being a father. Um, yeah, just yeah, so lucky and blessed to be where I'm at. It's awesome, man. And yeah, we uh, I'm not gonna say your age on here, but you you definitely got it figured out. Um, you're younger than I am. You've got it figured out, man. It's awesome to see your growth, what you're going through, and and uh, again, congratulations on on the kid that's coming. Thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for following, subscribing, and listening to this episode of the Do More podcast hosted by John Farling. To learn more or ask questions, go to l4investing.com.